right. Hello, readers. Today we have another podcast episode. My name is Lauren Bellamy, the founder, editor, and one of the writers here. Founder, one of the editors, and one of the writers of Hear Her Speak magazine. You know, this is going to be a very fun one. We have five of the six of the staff, so it's going to be a, a bigger conversation today. Um, celebrating our theme of the month, which is education. So first, I want to let my lovely staff members and friends introduce themselves before we get started. Hi, I'm Roshni. Um, I'm an editor and content creator for this magazine. Hi, I'm Vaishnavi, and I'm a writer, an editor, and a cover artist for the magazine. I know you like we're like looking for tips and tricks of like navigating school and stuff like that but I can just say like there isn't like a set path to like nav like correctly navigate school it's like literally whatever floats your boat like do the things you love take the classes you like especially in college like that's because because we're all in college right now but, like literally just <laughs> just do what you want because at in the end of the day it's your education and that's that's what matters to you like don't worry about what other people are doing like how far ahead or whatever they are in your class like in comparison to you like just don't compare yourself just focus on yourself and you will get to where you want to be and it'll all work out perfectly and for me especially it took so long for me to like internalize that mentality because like in high school I just had this bad habit of always comparing myself to like everyone around me and it would be so bad for like my mental health and I would always find myself like trying to do these extracurricular activities that it wasn't that it wasn't like 100% dedicated to so it was just like things like that you can always avoid and like focus on the things that you really enjoy and have the time to like have the time to spend on and it'll just work out so much better for you so just do whatever you want to do and it'll all be fine I also agree with that. Um, like, don't really go comparing yourself to others because you're just going to end up unhappy. Like, be realistic and think nobody's watching your every move every 24 hours. They, nobody cares how long you're studying. If they do, they're weirdos and you need to cut them off. But anyways, yeah, I just agree with Vaish. I completely agree with Vaish as well because I think it was funny because you all were like my kind of um, aspirations because you were always on top of everything and then like junior, senior year, I don't know what happened. I just lost it. So, um, you know, I was like, you guys were kind of like my motivation because I'm like, look how well they're doing. Like I can, I can do, I can do everything that they're doing. I just have to, you know, work harder, study harder and everything like that. And then everyone's like, well, Lauren, you actually are on top of things. I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I've seen my grades. But, um, you know, it's still just a situation of, I think, us also being in the programs that we were in, competition was just always there. And I think we kind of like what we were talking about um, in our podcast about stress in our third issue, it was just kind of like always kind of comparing and always having to kind of deal with everyone else and just try to do better than this person, do better than this person. Instead of just looking at, do the best that you possibly can. Don't look at someone else's best or look at someone else's worst and try to like um, do better than that or do, you know, not 
do as bad as that because you keep being in your mind the entire time and that's it's just it's more problematic than anything so i completely agree with vice and jamie's point it's just not healthy to do that so do your best and be you because that's a lot better than trying to be someone else yay i want to add to this conversation yeah, I totally agree with everything that's being said right now, even though I was just, like, being quiet this entire time. And, like, other people's opinions are totally something a lot, like, it's not hard, it's hard to not fixate on those, right? Like, even though you tell yourself, oh, I'm not gonna care, like, it can, like, still be really hard because as a society, we're kind of ingrained to, like, care about what people think. And, like, to an extent, you should. Like, when you're at a job interview, you should, you should like, totally care what they think about you. Because if they, like, hate you, you can't just be like, LMAO, they're toxic. Like, it's not like, that's not how it works. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. But, like, <laughs> I just 100% agree with you guys. There we go. And in conclusion, yes. I'm here to add the comedy. I love that addition, Rashi. <laughs> yes, we're all muted while, you know, each other talks. But, yeah, we're definitely laughing at that. And um, poor Rashi, she's just like, oh, no, I'm not going to edit any of that out. Okay, so Hila, do you want to add? Honestly, definitely um, when you go into school, when you go into college, um, just like how Vaish said, you have to do whatever floats your boat. But in reality, sometimes you may not know what you want to do, and it might feel like everything sinks your boat. So um, it's it it can be a, a difficult situation, especially since in college, you know, it's not free. And <laughs> but um, of course, you can like still there's still like there's still time for you to you know, look at different, different fields, kind of explore what you want to explore. Um, there's definitely like a lot of freedom in college, I think. So definitely try to take advantage of that before it's too late. <laughs> but also it's never too late because um, my own mom, she, she like got a degree in English like back when she was around my age and um but she actually ended up not really doing much with that degree um but um like later in her life when um she was like in her 40s she decided to go get um a degree in nursing and she's a nurse she's a registered nurse now and it's um very cool just seeing how like it like it like at her age you might think oh like my life is already like you know there like I can't really like do anything new but like it just kind of shows that like you you might not realize what you want until much later in life and that's okay too so like just let yourself go where life takes you I love that. Yes. I was so excited. You know that. Oh, what were you going to say? Okay, go ahead. 
Oh, me? Oh, I was just going to Wait, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, in the few times that I've met Suhaila's mom, like, she's an absolute queen. Like, I literally look up to her so freaking much because she's, like, literally one of the kindest people ever. Like, most, like, warm, like, pure-hearted person. She's just so nice. And you can tell, like, she cares about, like, her craft and, like, how she treats her patients so much. And I, like, really, like... Like, I want to, I don't want to be a nurse. I want to be, like, a doctor, like, a research doctor. But, like, that's still, I still will have that patient contact one day. So, I'm just, like, I really, like, look up to, I, I've never seen her in the hospital. But, like, I just, like, the way she talks to, like, me and all of Suhaila's friends, like, such a nice person. I, like, really aspire to have that, like, loving attitude towards, like, all my patients one day. <laughs> Very irrelevant. But <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, I haven't seen how my mom acts towards, uh, people like patients either but like I guess she's she's just an example of like you know someone I aspire to be someone who is like ready to like follow what they want to follow no matter if they think it's too late in life or not you know but like that's honestly such a good lesson because like I think people feel like a bit too if if people don't know what they want to do they can feel, like, pretty pressure to, like, figure it out super fast. Because, like, around this time, for, like, seniors in high school or early like, juniors, that's when they, like, start getting the questions. Like, what are you going to be when you grow up? What do you want to do? What are you majoring in? And, like, when they don't know, people are like, you need to figure that out. You're about to go to college. And, like, there's also a bit of a stigma in, like, going undecided into college, which is stupid because you, you totally can if that's what you need to do. But, like... That shouldn't be the case, because, like, of course, people put that pressure on you to, like, get it together in the beginning, because, like, money is always an issue. But, like, also, people need to understand that no matter what you get a degree in, you can always switch. Like, I've heard stories about how people have gotten, like, degrees in theater, but then they end up working for, like, big computer companies. Like, those are completely two different things, and yet you can make it work. Like, of course, there are some fields where, like, you truly do need a degree in that, and, like, you can always work towards that, though. Like, there are always classes you can take. There's so many other options out there that don't require you to break your pocket that people don't realize are there. Because they all, like, all people think of are a four-year degree at university. But, like, there are always other options. Yeah. A hundred percent. I completely agree with that because it's, um, I'm bringing up this point of like, I've heard many times that people consider life as your classroom where it's kind of like, it's always, you're always constantly learning. And so I think we think a lot of times when we think of education, we think of formal education, which is going through elementary school, middle school, high school, then college, and maybe grad school, if you're going, you know, into a master's or PhD or MD, um, program or something like that but at the same time I think it is important to know that you don't have a limit on when you need to be you know decide this for your life or decide that or whatever because nowadays even you don't really need to go to a formal institution in order to be able to do something in the workforce because there's this thing called creativity and so many people are being able to make like literally empires off of just simply creativity so I think we also need to make sure that instead of like dissing someone if they don't know like what they want to do or if they don't have like a set major in mind or a set goal, 
you know, there's always things that can just be, you know, experience and projects and things that they can do in order to kind of find out what they want to do. And that's the cool part about education and not the formal education aspect is like, even during quarantine, we've been teaching ourselves to do this and do that and different things like that. It's all of these different factors that people can have in their lives in order to do something worthwhile that they want to do. Because you also don't want to just go to school and then get a major in something you really don't like and then have a job in in that field that you really don't like and then you're kind of bored the rest of your life. You don't want to do that. You want to make sure that when you are spending X amount of money to go to college, that you're doing something that you enjoy. Like, yes, you want something that's going to be um, fruitful in you know all aspects, but you also want to be enjoying that. So that's my two cents. Also, like, don't forget that trades are always an option. Like, I see a ton of people who have their own little businesses in college. So obviously, like, that's a grind. But you can also do that independently and just on your own. Like, you could just start practicing cosmetology, for example, and end up being, like, a hairstylist. And you don't even have to, like, start in a school. Like, you can just practice on your friends for free and stuff like that. And you'll be getting, like, you'll be learning how to do something that could contribute to, like, your own education even if it's not like formally written on a paper or anything like that. Yeah, I was just gonna add a bunch of things to the conversation, like a bunch of like random things that I've, whatever. Okay, but one thing, like Suhaila just said in the chat, like Hannah's vice, what in the world? <laughs> vice is Hannah crying. <laughs> I don't know why I said Hannah's vice crying. But like, Hannah is such a big part of my life, and, like, Jamie's right, like, even though I, I am pre-med right now, and I, like, completely see myself in the physician world one day, like, I also cannot see myself without, like, Hannah and, like, this art aspect, like, creative aspect of my life, so I really do hope that, like, one day, even if it's, like, super small and, like, out of my room, like, I don't care, I really hope that I'm able to, like, sell Hannah or, like, do Hannah for, like, functions or, like, weddings or whatever one day. Because um, I think that would just be really nice to express that part of me. And then another thing is that there's like this TikTok trend going kind of viral now about like these people, like these influencers that are like have been told in their life that, oh, you can't do like a music major and then also pre-med or something. And then they literally did it. And now they're like accomplished in like both of those fields. And they have like pictures showing proof and everything. I just think it's really cool because like, literally break those boundaries, break those stereotypes, because, like, you're literally proving that you can literally do anything you want to do and then still be super successful in, like, both those fields and stuff. I think it's very powerful. Like, I get chills whenever I see those videos. It's, like, amazing. So I think that's really cool, too. Yeah, and, like, something else, like, to add to, like, everything that's being said right now, I saw this other post on TikTok. We see a lot of stuff on TikTok um, where someone was, like, if everyone like pursued what they were truly passionate about, they felt like they were just talking about how like like so many fields would be like completely transformed. Cause like I feel like a lot of people they feel obligated to like go to they feel obligated to pursue a career choice that they're somewhat interested in, but like they're mainly doing it because money. And like taking the risk is always like not an easy thing to do. But yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> but like um it's just if everyone like truly pursued what they were like so pa- like incredibly passionate about like i don't know the world could be different like things could be discovered that we didn't ever think were like possible or like books could be written that we we would never read simply because someone thought being a writer isn't as sustainable as like having a nine to five is a writer a nine to five job i don't think it is right no usually not yeah unless unless you're like a part of a magazine <laughs> unless like a big time magazine or like a big time publishing company i think that's when it would be kind of but then again it's still a, no the writer aspect no it depends on what you're doing yeah so like yeah so basically um yeah people like yeah <laughs> anyway do what you want in your life peace out bye i'm kidding not bye we're not done Thank you for that. I, that was very important to add to the conversation, even though Roshni was probably like, um, what? <laughs> but um, definitely, I love all of our additions to the conversation because, again, as we are all, you know, young adults trying to figure out what we do want to do with our lives, because we all have different majors, and while we may have an idea of what we're going to end up doing, we all also have other side hustles or different things. Um, I mean, this magazine is our side hustle that we all love and really hope does extremely well because we all enjoy doing, like Vaish enjoys doing art. We enjoy writing. We all of us enjoy writing. We all like to be able to talk about things that matter to us. And so we created a magazine in order to do that. And so it shows and we learn those skills to make a magazine from our education and you know to how to properly be able to write how to properly have a communicate um have a conversation how to properly you know do all of these things and so it shows that even having like little life lessons as well can help you in more ways than one so yeah i don't know what i was really trying to get there with that i think that was just more of a conclusion to that point but um does anyone have any else anything else that they want to talk about yeah i was gonna say like so far up until now we've been just saying like you know do whatever you want like do what you want to do and stuff like that but i feel like one thing that's really important and has gotten me especially through this entire year is like having an emotional support group outside of your classes like that is you guys for me i literally could not have gone this semester without you guys i'm telling you i'm i, I feel like people i say that to you guys all the time and i feel like you guys are just like oh you're just being dramatic but like, it's literally true like i literally could not survive college without you guys so i feel like just having that emotional support group like we don't like are you none of you guys live in st louis you guys don't have any classes with me so it's like even even though we're completely different and we're like on different tracks <laughs> so I <was> shut up. <laughs> even though we're on like completely different tracks like i can always rely on you guys to like brighten up my day every monday or like you know have that emotional support group and <laughs> all of that so I think that's very, very important to have in college. <laughs> so that was so cute. I do think that's extremely true um, because, yeah, like this past, um, the past two weeks, I was doing the process of becoming a gay, yay. And um, it was a very stressful process. And I remember texting everyone. I was like, guys, I miss you guys. And then on Monday, we finally got to see each other again after not seeing each other for a week and really kind of like two weeks, to be honest. And so it was just so exciting to see their faces because it's just like, you know, I think us meeting every week has been 
are kind of release in our emotional support group, as Vice put, because it's just like, okay, guys, we need to vent, we need to rant, we need to talk about all the tea, and but just to have like kind of that sense of release. So that's extremely important when in any aspect of education that you may be doing, you really need to be able to talk about it and like, you know, relax, like we would be hanging out, doing homework in the mornings or doing stuff like that, or just saying, hey, guys, I need to talk to you because I need a break or I need help with this or something like that. It's also just kind of like your friends are kind of like your fellow cheerleaders and fellow support group because we're all doing it together. So making sure to have that system is extremely important. Do you, do you want to say something, Suhaila? I saw you got close to the camera. <laughs> I think it's really funny because like we literally do just like rant for hours to each other and it's like so nice just having that emotional because like, I literally tell you guys we literally ranted before this call but like I literally tell you guys things I would never be comfortable sharing with like even some of my school friends from high school like it's just you guys are like this different type of bond that I have with, I don't know what I'm trying you guys like we just have this like different type of sisterhood and bond that I'm like so grateful for um <laughs> okay No, Suhaila, in case you guys are wondering why um, Bash is so talking, um, it's because Suhaila put in the chat, like, I am a school friend from Henrico, from our high school. So, yeah, that's just, like, it's, it's yeah, that's that's hilarious. But, um, yeah. So is Rossi, Bob. Do you want to say something? But... <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys understand what I mean. This no, is, like, kind of emotional bond. Like, we just understand each other. No, I don't understand you at all. Please explain. Spend at least a good hour um, evaluating <laughs> this. Go. Um, moving on. I just thought, <laughs> I just remembered, but like, is, is it kind of funny that we're recording this podcast on Decision Day? It wasn't planned. Yeah, I just realized, and I was like, it's honestly very on? funny. I'm laughing so much right now. Why don't we go on Instagram and see where everyone's going? Um, yeah, oh my god, I decision day. I hadn't thought of it, no. I hadn't, no. We didn't mean to do this. We're recording this on May 1st. Congratulations to all the people deciding where they're going to college or what they're doing with their lives after high school. I give it to you. We were in this Prop. place a year ago. It's when I officially so announced that I was going to the college that I'm going to. Fun thing about decision day, I think I had procrastinated on matriculating to UVA until the very last day because I was like, yeah. Um, but yeah, decision day can be stressful for a lot of people. For some people, it's not because they already like know where they're going. They actually have their lives together. <laughs> Imagine that. But yeah. Happy decision day, everyone. Imagine. <laughs> Yeah, I was that person who, yeah, I knew where I was going. My friends knew where I was going because I, I think I knew even before my birthday, 2020. Yeah, I think it was like February 16th when I sent in at least that I was going to the honors program. And then I paid my deposit like a few weeks after that. But yeah, I knew where I was going because I was basic. But yeah, what? that had no connection to what Suhailo was saying. I'm apologize. Uh -huh. Um, but yeah, decision day. One thing I can add to that is that I was like exactly like Suhaila and I literally saved because I was also battling between like three schools and like every single day I wanted to go to like one of those three schools. Like I would change my decision like literally every single day. 
And then, like, two days before decision day, I was like, okay, Dad, I'm going to pick a finger, like, heads or tails. And then that's literally, like, I, that's pretty much what I did. And then I ended up here. And, like, I don't regret my decision, like, at all. I'm not even kidding. Like, I tell you guys, like, I was so 50-50 on all my colleges. Or, like, 33.3, Okay, whatever. But, like, <laughs> I was so... I did not know at all. And, like, even if I had the same option now between those three colleges, I still wouldn't know what to choose, like, even after coming to here. But... Oh, yeah. Like, and that was partly because, like, I didn't get into any of my top colleges. So I'm just, like... And, like, it's fine, like, whatever. I'm really happy with where I am now. But, like, even if, because, like, college, like, decisions is, like, a really big thing for people. Understandably, like, you want, you got into college, like, that's a huge deal. But, like, there are a lot of people that are, like, oh, because I didn't get into my dream college or whatever or my top choice, I'm not going to go anywhere in life. And that's literally not true, like, where I am now. And I couldn't imagine myself anywhere else. And that's not because I didn't go anywhere else, but that's because, like, I just love it here. And I'm so happy. So it's like, even if you don't get into the college you don't want to, or that you wanted to get into and stuff like that, like you will be okay. And like, I was one of those people that was so devastated about not going, not getting into, not, not even my first one, but like my first three top choices, I didn't get into any of them. So I was like super sad about it. And, but it, it turns out okay. Like take that from an experienced person who cried days over not getting into colleges, like you'll be okay. And it'll all work out. Dude, I was... Congratulations, guys. I was, like... I didn't get into my job choices either, so, like, that was kind of devastating, too. So, I mean, I don't really have anything to add to what Vaish is saying. But, yeah. Like, it hurts for a while. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Especially when, like, you see everyone around you. Like, you're obviously happy for them. But, like, seeing people get into the colleges they wanted, like, it can just hurt a little bit. Like, at the end of the day, you're human. You're gonna feel the pain. But, like, once you go to the college, and as you slowly, like, assimilate into the college culture, you, like, you move on, and you become happy with where you are, and even if you aren't, there are always so many other opportunities outside of college that you can utilize to, like, get what you, what you feel like you're missing. Like, if you don't think you can get the course you want at your college, you could take a, um, a course at a community college, like, and then just transfer it into your transcript huh transfer transcript <laughs> that's cute but yeah like there's always an opportunity like you could take a course at a college that you wanted to go to like so many colleges out there offer courses like utilize other resources you know make it make a day out of it just have fun i don't know <laughs> yeah transferring is always an option like people are always like oh if I commit here then I can't go anywhere else but like you can always transfer like there's a stigma around that but like it's possible and it's like I, like it's always an option for someone that genuinely doesn't like the place that they're at but also another thing is that college is genuinely what you make of it like if you're the type of person that has to be outside and like you're you didn't like okay what, I don't know what I'm trying. But like, if you're if you're not actively taking steps to like enjoy college, like you will not enjoy college, and that's just like facts. Like, I just can't say anything other than like that's true, because if you don't like proactively try to like put yourself out there and like try new things and like 
you know, just experience like college for what it is, especially during COVID semester, you will not like it. And I feel like that's one of the biggest reasons why I did not like college for a semester. Cause I didn't like, I was just like, oh, I, there's literally nothing to do here. Like, cause everything's closed cause of COVID, but that's not true. And I find myself loving the campus and loving the city so much more this semester because I started putting myself out there more. So it's just college is what you make of it. So that's one thing you have to remember when you go to campus, like make sure you put in that effort to genuinely like try and experience college for what it is. I 100% agree with that. And even in high school, I would say it's in, in life. You have to like, I know it's nerve wracking, especially if you're an introvert and, you know, just kind of prefer to just stay amongst yourself if you don't have like your close friends with you. But when you do that, you start opening yourselves up to so many more opportunities, to so many other things. You start seeing different things, learning different things and all that. Like this, um, like my fall semester, I was definitely completely online. I wasn't doing anything. I was just like, okay, I'm just going to do this and I'm going to talk to my friends outside of class and move on. And then this past semester or the semester that I'm in now, spring semester, I've been putting myself out there, actually going to club meetings, actually going to these things, and then I've been able to get a lot more opportunities out of that. So I completely agree with that. I think in education, we tend to, like, we worry so much about school itself and making sure our grades are okay and making sure this is okay and all that good stuff. But it's also important to make sure that we're putting ourselves out there and, like, experiencing the fun aspects of school that don't, that aren't in the classroom you know what i mean so yeah anybody want to add to that i mean okay i'll i'll actually like add to that um yeah i totally agree with what everyone's saying um i was definitely the same way because like first semester i was still kind of blah i didn't get into the college i wanted i'm upset and being like online and at home it's really hard to like assimilate yourself into college culture at least i mean it doesn't have to be hard. I just made it hard because I was not actively putting myself out there. And like, even now I could definitely make more of an effort. I totally know that. Like, I'm like still not like truly enjoying college. Cause like yeah, th those two were just like inadvertently calling me out this entire time. Um, cause I haven't been like putting myself out there the way I should, but like, I like did more of an effort and like you put more effort in and more people start talking to you and then you make in some friends and then it's cute and then you can vibe and then you can actually go to college and then you can vibe some more and then you can join club meetings and then you can be like cool i'm in a club but not like a um club that's 21 and up because they provide alcohol i'm not yeah i'm done <laughs> yeah i did that part out too <laughs> Yeah, that turn. Um, but yeah. Yay. Any, anybody say, else want to add? I was going to say, like, this entire call, we've been like, oh my god, like, do this, do that. And, like, that's definitely not to, like, scare anyone that's, like, listening to this. Like, I just, like, I feel like we're just saying the things that we wish we knew before we came into college because it's just, like, advice that, you know, even if you don't take, like, you should at least be aware of. But, um, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just saying, like, this is not to scare anyone, like, listening to the call or the podcast. Like, college is such a fun time, and, like, even high school, like, literally, like, it's so much fun, and you'll learn so much, like, even in the first semester and first year. 
so um, it'll be awesome. Like you guys are gonna do great, and I'm so happy for all of you. All of you guys, congratulations. I'm I'm just kind of you know I I, I kind of wish I had tried more, but I also know that it, it was kind of it felt kind of impossible because like my my entire college experience has been through a computer screen and I haven't really felt as engaged but yeah it's okay if you feel that way <laughs> uh-huh. yeah you still have time you still have time like we were talking about earlier you like I think you know on a lot of us in the magazine we we struggle from that but it's also just we still have time to make up for it so you know we gotta look on the bright side of things Oh, no, I was just saying it's okay if you haven't been able to have, like, the, like, all the freshmen, college freshmen this year and the high school freshmen, all the freshmen, you know, it's okay if you've been, like, having your first year of whatever on the computer and everything because it's, it's, it's still a learning process. And the good thing is, um, like we were saying earlier, majority of us probably We'll be able to go in person in the fall. So that's that's fun to look at. And everyone is getting vaccinated. So that's fun to look at. Look at like all of us in a magazine. We're all at least partially vaccinated. So that's exciting. So, you know, you just got to look on the bright side of things and just, yeah, push forward. But it'll be okay. No worries. Does anyone else have anything else that they would like to say? And also, like, keep note that you can always take a gap year or two or three or four or you really you can go to college like whenever you want to so well as long as you like have some sort of background to show that you're willing to do it like there's really no rush and especially like if you can't pay for college and you we still don't like have the guarantee that student loan debt will just be like Thanosed away by Biden. But if you need the money, and really if you just want to work in the first place instead of going to college at the moment, don't let anybody tell you not to do it because it'll always be there for you, especially like if you have your high school transcripts. So, yeah. Yeah, that is very freaking true. Kudos to the reference. And, um, yeah, people, like, gap years, I don't know why, but there's, like, such a stigma around them. Like, I'm using air quotes right now. Because, like, I don't know if it's, like, that big of a stigma. But, like, people, I don't think people, like, truly understand what a gap year is. Like, people think gap years are just, like, oh, you're just, like, too lazy to go to college right now. And, like, you need to, like, get it together. Because, like, I've heard people say that about gap years. And I'm not going to specify who of the older generation, but like, um, yeah, it's just kind of dumb because like, if someone doesn't want to go to college immediately, that's their business, and people shouldn't be like, you're ruining your life because they're really not. Like, why would delaying college for a few years like ruin their life? Especially when college isn't even like that. Ne- like, of course, if you want to go to college, go to college. It definitely helps in getting a job, but it's not like mandatory, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Any other thoughts, anybody? There's so much stigma around taking a gap year for, like, graduate school, too. Like, especially for med school. People are, like, it's so common to take a gap year for med school. But people are, like, oh, you're not, like, that dedicated or whatever. But, like, 
it's so yeah stigma around community college too but like literally i think the entire concept i'm not even concept like college itself is super classist because they're like they low-key assume that everyone is just has the same goal to like get their higher education and stuff like that but that's literally not true like there's some families that have to work as a as a bigger priority than like attending college and like all of that and like colleges now are also using more online methods to like kind of reach out to their students um and i read this news article about this college that used i think vr technology to like reach out to their students to give like a campus tour using that vr technology that's like do you not understand how classist that is because like if some people genuinely don't have access to that equipment and stuff like that so it's like it's so wrong of you wrong of the people to like assume that everyone is just like able to do that kind of stuff so you know what like literally what i said from the beginning like literally do whatever floats your boat because like at in the end it's your life and your education and that's what matters the most so go to community college if it works best for you go completely directly to work if it works best for you you know take a gap year if it works best for you literally do whatever works for you because it will work out in the end Period. Yes, that was lovely. That was very lovely and very true. I do think, like, I remember even in um, high school, I think from when I was younger, college was, I was going to college no matter what. No matter what I was going to do, I was going to go to college. And then when I went to high school, I'm like, oh, I actually have an option. I have a, like, if I genuinely, like, I genuinely wanted to go to college because of what I wanted to do with my life, but it was like, that's when I started hearing, you can go just straight to work or you can go to community college. You can do really what you want to do. And I was like, this is too much, too much freedom. I don't want that freedom. So I'm going to just, yeah, go on this way. But yes, thank you for talking about that because it's true. And it is, I have some classmates who are taking a gap year as well. Aside, This was a lovely conversation, everyone. Do we have anything else to add? Okay. So one more point, <laughs> um, Vaish was talking about how classes it was to like restrict access and like assume that everybody has equal access to things like technology and stuff like that. And that's very true. And one of the things I was thinking about was like the paywalls behind all of those academic articles. And it's just like, bro, we're trying to learn. And it's like really, it's super classes. Like, if you can't pay for this constant exposure to um, to the stuff you need to learn, like, for your major, and especially for, like, textbooks that aren't for free online, that you can't find a PDF of, that you can't get the proper education, that's, like, legitimately pointless to the point of even forcing education on people. And, like, just, like, pro tip, email the authors of articles before you think about, like, subscribing to something to get their articles. Like, just email them or just find their socials and ask them, and chances are they'll give it to you. So, yeah, that's my point.
That was such a helpful point. Thank you for telling me that, Jamie, because now I'm going to be like, awesome, I can go find it now. Um, but yes, thank you for doing that. And that's a, that is a very true statement. I always think about that. Like, I'm able to pay for textbooks and stuff like that. But I think about my peers who aren't able to, and I'm like looking at how much money I spend a semester to buy textbooks or even just rent them. It's crazy. You know, one should have to be paying that much money just to have one class that we're only going to have one semester you don't have to have to pay like a hundred two hundred dollars to rent a book or to pay for a book that we're only going to need for like 14 weeks so i completely agree with that it's extremely classist and just inconsiderate and disgusting and we need to get out of that because i know there are other things that we can use that do not cost that much or people don't need to be paying such and such amount in order to get what they need for class so that is very true very true another another pro tip about textbooks there are websites where you can find them online. And um, just pro tip, if do not buy your textbooks like in advance, like wait until you get through a week or two of the semester with that class, because half the time the teachers don't even use the textbook. I did the mistake of doing that for chemistry my first semester. I bought the chem textbook and I didn't touch it once. And I like regret it so much because I paid so much for that textbook. So it's like, wait for a little bit and then and also there's this website called rate my professor then that the students that write reviews on there will usually tell you if you need the textbook or not so just basically just do your research and if you can't find anything online just wait a little bit after the semester starts um until you buy your textbooks also buy it from amazon or rent it from amazon or like another website do not buy it from your bookstore because it's going to be so overpriced in your bookstore but yeah just textbooks. I, yes I 100% agree with that. Like this past semester, I think I only got one from my bookstore because Amazon didn't have it. But yes, do it through Amazon. It's a lot simple. It's a very simple process. And it's yeah, it is definitely tends to be a lot more affordable on Amazon, even though I don't like to keep buying stuff from Amazon because it'll Jeff Bezos. But um, aside from that, you know, yeah. Sorry, I have like one thing to add before we wrap it up. Um, also, don't like if you can, if you have the option to, like, rent the textbook, because, like, you're true, like, I don't know, maybe you'll want to read it, like, later on, like, maybe you'll tell yourself, oh, as a senior, I want to read my freshman textbook, but you're not going to want to, like, that's, that's the bottom line, and, like, you're, it's just going to take up space, and renting it costs so much cheaper, or, like, buying a used textbook, like, you might want, like, a fresh new one, but, like, most of the time, a used textbook, that just means, like, like stuff is like highlighted in it and like they made notes in it so like honestly that just seems kind of helpful and they're cheaper anyway so like yeah like don't be like oh I want a brand new fresh textbook because that's going to change everything like no a few notes in the margin and some highlighted parts aren't going to like ruin your ability to intake the information like yeah like you don't need like to pay the extra hundred dollars for a new one compared to like a used one that is true. I'm bougie. Um, so I tend to get the new textbook, but only for English because I'm an English major. That's yeah, no, I'm being like a complete hypocrite right now. Like I just said this point. I was like, wait, I'm so right. Like I should totally do this next semester. <laughs> like this semester, I've like make a total hypocrite about it. Or you can get an online textbook. I've been doing that a lot of times if you want to. I know that like some people don't like to read on the computer and Especially during the times of Corona, we've been on our computers almost the entire time, so that make it annoying. But sometimes they're a lot cheaper 
than getting the handheld textbook. So that's also a pro tip. LOL, Vaish. Okay, anything else? Okay, just one more pro tip about textbooks. Um, make sure that you're connected or you're in some little, you have found some sort of community with your entire like undergrad college classmates because chances are they may also be willing to sell a book that they have as well like right now i have my stats book that was overpriced and it's also very trashy and so like if i'm not going to use this but like if somebody needs it um plug into vcu community if you need it please take it from me so yes just ask your classmates if they have a book that you need and they don't want it and they will either sell it to you for a very low price or just give it to you very important tip that is very true they're like your college communities tend to be extremely understanding and they want to support you in everything they do like even my aka sisters like um two of my like the older um two of my older sisters in it they were um talking about oh i can i can give you my textbook for that class because i took it so i was like awesome sauce but yeah that is very true make sure to connect see this is why it's important to connect to people so that way you can have these bonds and like you never know don't it doesn't hurt to ask the worst they can say is no that's what my mom always tells me and yeah all right, I think that that sums up everything. Yes, awesome, awesome sauce. So I wanna thank my lovely friends for um, coming on the call with me today so we can talk about this and hopefully get you thinking about this as well and thinking about what your education means to you and looking at it in a different way maybe, you know, because yes, yes. So please, um, if you this is your first time listening to one of our podcasts, go back and listen to the other few podcasts that we've done. Go check out our YouTube channel, subscribe and watch. Um, no, no, just subscribe to the channel. We don't have a video this year. Not this year, this month. And um, check out our new May 2021 issue where we are highlighting our moms as the women of the month because they slay. And we love them very much and we want to honor them with that lovely honor. And yeah. Thank you, ladies. And I think that that pretty much sums it up. All right. Talk to you guys later. Adios. Bye.